Hello, I'm Tammy Shambade, and this is Ask Tammy Live, where we discuss the best ways to establish your business, protect your name, and keep your profits. Welcome back. It's been a couple of months since I've been on, but we are back at it. New season, new stories, new topics to help us do what? Again, establish our business, protect our names, and keep our profits. I've missed everyone. Last time we spoke, I made a quick appearance talking about the GDPR. If you didn't catch that, that video should be somewhere on my feed. Additionally, before then, the last time we spoke, I told you we would take a hiatus in order to restart the right way. And I'm so glad that I did that. I feel energized, excited about bringing new content to you, new things that I've been working on in the background that I'll share with you before the end of today's conversation. But today's focus is choosing a name. If you follow me on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook, you probably have noticed that the past couple of posts I've made have been about names. There's a proverb that comes to my mind about what choosing a good name is worth. And so it says choosing a good name is more valuable than rubies, is more valuable than riches. And so we want to talk about choosing a good name. So when you look at Forbes list of most valuable brands, you'll see a lot of tech companies at the top of that list. You'll see Google, you'll see Apple, and these brand names are worth millions of dollars. Like they are extremely valuable. And this is not talking about the content. This is not talking about the technology that these companies own. This is merely the name. When we talk about brand names, we usually come up with Coca-Cola because that's a standard name that you know resonates with people. When we're talking about fashion, you usually think of Louis Vuitton or Hermes and all these beautiful Burberry luxury brands. And it's the name. It's the name that people find valuable. It's the name that people pay for. And so the question that we want to deal with for the next couple of weeks is how do you choose a name? The way that we're going to be talking about this topic is we're going to be looking at things that different real life companies have done. We're going to be talking about their stories and learning lessons from them. And today I said, why not start with what the world has deemed the most valuable brand? Why not start with lessons from Apple computers? Yes, we are going to be examining some of their trademarking mistakes along the ways and see how we can learn from them. See what we can glean in order to make sure that our business names are protected and strong. All right, so we're going to jump right in. Now, when we start talking about Apple computers, one of the things that we all think about is, yeah, Apple, like we all know what we're talking about. If I say I have an Apple or I have a Mac, you know, we all know that we're talking about the iPhone. We're talking about the Mac computer. It's a name that resonates, the name that we connect with ingenuity and, and innovation and creativity. But Apple wasn't the first company to use Apple in terms of its trade name. I know it's crazy. When you go back to the origins, right? Back in 1968, there was a band that was reigning, right? That everybody spoke about. And what was the name of that band? The Beatles. Well, guess what? The Beatles decided to open up a new company that dabbled in a lot of different things, but ultimately settled on becoming a record label that would release music, right? And so they were doing that, often releasing Beatles music. Then in 1977, you have a new technology company that shows up on the playing field. And guess what the name of that company was? It was Apple Computers. 
So of course the Beatles see this and they're like, mm, what's going on over here? And they take Apple to court. Okay. So they sue Apple corporation. That's what the Beatles founded. They sued Apple computers for the use of their trademark name because they had already done that process of protecting their brand. So they're now in court. This is their um, late seventies, um, 1977 or 1978 specifically. And they're going back and forth and Apple corporation is saying, Hey, this is our trade name. We've registered it. Let go. We're using it. Now Apple computers combats that, right? But they have the money to. So this is one place where I want you to pause. And I want you to realize that in most instances, if you are a small business owner, you're not going to be able to put up the same type of fight that Apple computers was able to. When other people have issues, when they're using someone else's trade name, one cease and desist letter is all it takes to shut that business down. And so the takeaway that we're going to get from this is not to use someone else's trademark name. This mistake that Apple makes ends up being very, very, very expensive for them. So again, we're in the 1970s, late 1970s, and they're in court. Ultimately, they're going back and forth. Neither company is that super, super known, um, but they decided to settle. I think it was in 1978, maybe 1981. I think actually took a couple of years. And what they decided to do was say, hey, you know what? Apple Computer said, we will pay you money to settle this issue. $80,000. Can we use the name? And Apple Corporation is like, you know what? I think we can agree to this. We're going to allow you to use the name as long as you don't dabble in the music industry. Stay away. That's our terrain. And so here's another pause that we're going to take. Sometimes when you're looking at different trademarks, one of the things people consider is what class they are branding in. So that was that became an issue in this particular case. As you'll find out when you're thinking about companies that are growing, you don't know what the future is. And so it's still a better practice to choose something that has not yet been trademarked. So again, back to the story, early 80s, 1980s, and they decide to settle. Apple, com Apple Computers pays Apple Corporation. Well, Couple years later, guess who has some more innovation, new technology, and starts messing with the music industry? Apple computers, of course. Okay. And so when we're talking about Apple computers joining in, Apple computers has now created this technology, the MIDI file, and they're able to kind of influence how people record music. So guess who gets wind of that and decides to bring them back to court? You guessed right, Apple Corps decides to bring Apple computers back to court to say they have violated their settlement agreement. I know this is crazy, all of this drama to, you know, <laughs> that, that Apple has gone through, but this actually happened. And so they go back to court and you have Apple computers now saying, hey, we're dealing with computers. They're able to just help with productivity. We're not really trying to influence them but they go back and forth for years and the court ultimately is, I mean, the law is really in favor of Apple corporation because they had that settlement agreement, right? They said, don't dabble in what we're doing. So when everything settles, right? Apple computers has to now pay Apple corporation close to $30 million in damages. Yes. $30 million in damages. Let that sink in. So for all of you small business owners who are like, well, I, you know, somebody else is using it in a different field. It's not going to really impact me. Do you have $30 million to deal with, with regards to damages? 
I'm guessing the answer is probably no. Okay? So in this instance, that's how they settled that debate. And this is only dealing with the MIDI files. This is still in the early 80s. This is before the advent of iTunes. Yes. So you know what happens. You know that Apple doesn't stop there with the MIDI files. They go further and we now have the iPad. We now have iTunes. And they're all up in the music industry. And again, in 2006 and 2007, you have Apple corporations bringing Apple computers back into court. So this thing doesn't stop. You know, it continues. Ultimately, both parties figure out some type of agreement, some type of settlement, and we eventually have Beatles music showing up on iTunes, which is good. We're glad that they were able to figure it out. But who has millions and millions of dollars to be fighting in court over a name when you can establish something that's all yours, all yours unique and strong? Google's not going back and forth in court because they came up with something brand new. They came up with something completely theirs. So they're able to keep that money in their pockets. And what do we talk about here on the show? We talk about the best ways to keep profits. So my advice is to select names that no one else is using. Learn from Apple computers. They might be doing well right now, but that was a very expensive mistake to make. And listen, I know I use the example of Apple computers and we're thinking that's a big corporation. Trust me, this happens to everyday people all the time. People are constantly going through and selecting names and trademarks that other people have used. You don't wanna fall victim to that. So I know your next question is, what do I do? Well, ultimately, before you start investing in your brand name, you want to make sure that you're doing a thorough trademark clearance. You want to make sure that you are searching multiple venues or multiple resources to make sure that your name is not being taken away, all right, or not being used. How can you do that? Of course, you can access a trademark attorney or an attorney like myself who does trademarking. You can do research, but I'll tell you, as an individual without the resources that an attorney might have, you're going to be limited. I have a video on YouTube that tells you some of the places that you can search, but it's I'm telling you the truth right now, it's not gonna be enough. Um, but please go ahead and check that out. There is a YouTube video and it talks about specifically, how do I find out where my name is being used? There are lots of different things that you can do there, but this was really the main takeaway for today is just stay away from names that other people are using. Wanna know if somebody else is using it? Search it. How do you search thoroughly? Hire an attorney. Who do you hire? You decide. <laughs> um, but that's all I have for today. I want to keep it short and sweet and give you something to take away because a good name is to be valued more than riches, more than treasure. Because if you have that good name, you're going to have goodwill invested in it. And that is what stands the test of time. All right. I hope that this has been helpful. I know people have been coming in and out. Please feel free to share this. Again, I told you that some of the things that I've been working on in the quiet place or in secret as I've been working on this YouTube channel. So please go and check it out. I'll make sure I pin a link to that somewhere there. Uh, additionally, you want to make sure that you're following me on social media. Follow me at TOS Legal. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook. And just drop me a line. If you have questions, 
If there's topics that you'd love to see answered or addressed on Ask Tammy, guess what you can do? Visit www.toslegal.com slash asktammy. If you go to the website, you'll see I have a page set up there. You can submit your question and hopefully your question will be answered here. If it's not answered on Ask Tammy Live, it could also be answered on the YouTube channel where we have different segments called Asked and Answered. I know that's a lot of information, but hopefully you feel more empowered today to go out there and choose a name that adds value to your brand. We will continue the series for the next couple of weeks, um, and we'll be exploring different company stories. Um, next week we might, I'm trying to decide, you can help me, I'm trying to decide if we want to talk about choosing a similar name or using your own personal name. What would you like to hear us talk about? Feel free to let me know. Drop a comment below. Again, my name is Tammy Shambade, and this is Ask Tammy Live, where we discuss the best ways to establish your business, protect your name, and keep your profits. It's great to be back. I'm so glad that you all are here. Thank you for following. Thank you for watching. And thank you for investing in your business. Hope you have an amazing rest of the day, and we will talk soon. Bye.